You are tuned in to the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl Watchlist Show with your hosts Rick Staratella and Joe Everett, featuring NFLPA Bowl Executive Director Dane Vandernath. Back at it again. It's another edition of the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl Player Spotlight Show. And we've been, you know, kind of counting you down here to the ninth annual NFLPA Collegiate Bowl in Pasadena held January 18th at the historic Rose Bowl. And now we're down to the nitty gritty. And we've been doing the big board watch show. And the roster has been announced. So you can go to the website, log on, and see uh, who's been invited. But now we're going to start profiling some of these players and bringing them uh, inside your living room, getting to know the players more here as we get closer to Pasadena. And uh, every player has a story. Some more interesting than others. we got a really interesting story for you today. He's going to be Kobe Kwanzaa of Duke, the linebacker, uh, one of several linebackers who will be in Pasadena. And to break it all down before we welcome in Kobe to the show is the director of college recruiting at the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl. He is Dane Vandernat, 10 years experience with the Oakland Raiders, director of pro personnel. He joins me right now on that Pasadena hotline. What's up, Dane? What up, Rick? How we doing, man? Uh, we're doing good, man. Just uh, love the concept here. Rolling out these player interviews. We had Jovan Fair last week from Temple. And these are the kind of interviews, you know, these are the war room, uh, blackboard type interviews, one-on-ones that, you know, players and teams are going to get a chance to conduct out in Pasadena. But we're going to have a lot of fun here uh, with Kobe Kwanzaa of Duke one of several linebackers who will play uh, out in Pasadena before we welcome him onto the show. Dane, any thoughts or impressions on uh, Kobe? Well, you know, obviously, as you kind of alluded here, Rick, I think we got a great story coming for all of our listeners. And, you know, I think that that was always one of the best benefits to me as a scout going to an all-star game. And we talked about this before, but it's the opportunity to sit there and look a young man in the eye ask him about his background, ask him about his story, and get a great feel for just the type of person and, and football character the young man has. And and I can't wait to talk to Kobe here. I've got no doubt that, that he's going to blow this thing up, man. Well, let's not wait any longer. Let's welcome him into the show. He is Kobe Kwanzaa, the standout for the Duke Blue Devils, and he'll be out in Pasadena from the East Coast to West Coast worldwide. Born in Ghana, Kobe. What's going on, my man? Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you for having me. Hey, well, we appreciate it. We know uh, you've had a busy, hectic schedule here, of course, uh, with the Duke season, you know, coming to an end and and the ACC wrap up this past year. Uh, Tell us where you're at right now, Kobe, in terms of, uh, you know, just preparation and uh, reflecting back on this past season. Obviously, an outstanding head coach playing with Coach, uh, Coach Cut over there and uh, you know, give us your thoughts and impressions with how the season went. Hey, can you pee that back? Uh, it's kind of cutting off a little bit. Yeah, no worries. Just just was wondering your reflection on the past season, how uh, you guys went, you know, in terms of team goals, personal goals, and, and where you're at now in terms of preparation. Um, you know, team goals-wise, our main goal is pretty much just win the championship, uh, take care of business uh, one game at a time, get an ACC championship. It may have not gone that way, but uh, we related, reshaped our focus to, again, staying one game at a time, win, go 1-0 every week, 
and uh, do the best we can every uh, in game in game out. Personal goals, you know, we just want to be as great as we can. I know as a def on the defense side of the ball, we always talked about uh, sixty minutes of hell. So that means just every game, whatever whether things are going our way or not, uh, be willing to list three and outs, um, pursue game tackling, everything we can to get the offense the ball back. Well, you know, hey, Kobe, this is Dane Vandernet, man. And, you know, Juan, we're, we're fired up to get you on out to L.A. Can't wait to, you know, obviously get to see you in person again and, and, and get everyone's eyeballs on you and, you know, really just find out and, you know, dig a little bit more in. But, hey, man, give our listeners a little preview. Man, tell us a little bit about your background. You've got an inspirational tale, man, and, you know, really my hat's off to you, man. But, you know, give our listeners a little preview of, of your background and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm definitely excited about the experience, uh, the opportunity coming up. Uh, again, my, main, my name is Kobe Christmas Kwanzaa. I was born in uh, Kra, Ghana. I moved to the U.S. when I was about four. I uh, first moved to Minnesota where I live with my uncle, my mom, and my sister. And then later on, bounced around a couple of times. I went to uh, Attleboro, Mass, Snellville, Georgia, Bronx, New York, before I finally settled down in uh, Manchester, Connecticut. Um, and the whole process now brought me to Durham, North Carolina, where I played for Duke. Um, I mean, it's been a hell of a ride. Honestly, I actually started as a soccer player because when you're born in Ghana, you just kind of known how to play soccer. It's just a uh, natural sport. And then I actually didn't switch to football till my seventh grade year when my first friend in Manchester um, told me to come try for the in-house uh, team. Ever since that, I kind of just taken off from there. Um, I accumulated a couple uh, offers from all over the place. And then uh, when it came down to it, decision-wise, I wanted someone that could grow me both as a man and a football player. As education. Uh, Checked down to three schools, really, Michigan, Notre Dame, Duke. When I kind of visited Duke, kind of was uh, a focal proof. And then that's kind of it. Um, ever since that, just been uh, doing everything I can here school-wise out the field wise and taking care of business on the field when I got my opportunities and then this year just took off. Talking to Kobe Kwanzaa, Duke linebacker here on the NFL PA Bowl spotlight show. Kobe, uh, just following up on Dane's question, man. I mean, uh, you're no stranger to adversity and you've had your hardships on and off the field, you know, moving from Ghana, you guys moved to London, you moved around when you came to the States and then, you know, on the field, I know you endured a couple of uh, thumb injuries and had some situation there. So, I mean, talk about how adversity has kind of shaped you and, and molded you as a man, both on and off the field. Um, well, I think one of the biggest adversity I went through was actually my junior year. Uh, last year, I went through, uh, I broke my fifth metatarsal. So I had got surgery on it and it took me off for about three weeks. I think that's probably one of the hardest things going in because, uh, I mean, Going to the summer of my junior year, I expected a lot of things for myself on the field-wise, and then that kind of hindered me uh, really before the season started when the fishery broke. Uh, that hit me mentally more than physically, where I kind of was like in a block trying to get back in. I did get back on the field, but um, I still kind of uh, backtracked a little bit. So then this year, going to my senior year, again, I had the same aspirations, same goals. I see even a little more to uh, take care of business, have fun with my brothers, but also take care of business and set myself up. Uh, for a good position in the next level. Uh, and then right before the first game, I think it was about nine days, uh, one, one of our practices was going through a tackling circuit, and I had uh, broke the base of my thumb. And uh, <laughs> at times, I mean, it's great because our head trainer was telling me, if, asking me if I wanted to take time off or no. I, I was kind of going in, like, I don't really care about my thumb. I've gone through a lot of difficult situations with my uh, foot, and I've seen a lot of guys play with clubs, casts, whatever it may be. So I, mean, I could do that, uh, no problem. 
Um, so I think it was three, four days later after surgery, I was much back in practice. Uh, yeah, it did hurt a little bit, but uh, I mean, right now, I mean, I knew it was my last year, last going around, so the thumb can't stop me. I wasn't going to let it happen. Well, hey, Kobe, I got a question for you, and I want to know, or I, I want you to tell our listeners what type of football player they're going to find when they turn on the tape uh, from you. But before we get to that, I want to follow up on what you just said. You obviously, you know, you went through some adversity with a broken fifth metatarsal, and you said it kind of puts you in a block. What did you learn from that that helped you with the thumb injury this most recent season? I think what helped me, uh, taught me the most was mental uh, and spiritual kind of strength more than physical. Um, physical, obviously, just to get through the muscles-wise in terms of moving again. But the mental block is um, someone who's never really been through injury. It's kind of tough, difficult. Okay, thinking, uh, what am I going to do now? Okay, um, I take this step. It's going to feel a little awkward, feel a little weird. Um, and then just, again, you, I mean, I'm the kind of guy who wants to be on the field with my brothers, whether I'm playing or not. So being away from them for a little bit just uh, threw me off because now I'm not playing the sport I love, not really being out there. Or I'm just kind of in the um, training room rehabbing and stuff. So that took a like, lot of me and stuff. In terms of school going here too, you know, we go to Duke. So we have uh, a lot of on our mental play in terms of academics wise. So now I'm okay. And I'm going to rehab, going to school, trying to get that off focus and uh, get my mind set right. So that was probably one of the biggest things. And then my teammates kind of really well helped me through that. Um, and coaches too, just knowing that, listen, they're going to be there for me throughout the whole step. I think when I right when the surgery, my uh, head cut came, saw me, talked to me, uh, everything going on. My brothers texted me. Everybody came and saw me. So uh, that was pretty much what I needed. Just uh, the support system that we have around here was uh, great. Sure, yeah. Hey, it's just uh, too bad you guys don't have a, have a good medical center there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the moment you're going to get hurt, you already got an appointment. Uh, what kind of player you are, man. When, when, when someone who hasn't uh, watched you before is going to go throw on some ACC tape and watch you, what are they going to see? Well, they're going to see a fast and physical uh, linebacker, someone who can read offenses quickly, uh, get my team situated in terms of calls and recognitions in terms of what that team is about to run, uh, getting everybody on the same page um, as a vocal leader and a physical leader. So one, someone who's, regardless if someone's bigger or faster than me, I'm going to match your speed and your strength. So we go, uh, you go, you might be six, five, whatever, 300 pounds, but I'm going to come, uh, you know, give it a little, little thought or something too. So you're going to see a lot of uh, fast sideline to sideline player, get down those and uh, put his body on you hit. Toby Kwanzaa here, Duke linebacker. His talents will be on display at the ninth annual NFL PA Collegiate Bowl out in Pasadena, held at the historic Rose Bowl. Make sure you book your flights. Make sure you book your tickets. Make sure you get a front row seat for this man because he's going to be putting on a show. And, Kobe, you know, I'm looking at you, and, you know, you were kind of shot out of a cannon this season, uh, setting career highs across the board, 105 tackles, 12 for loss, two and a half sacks, a bunch of quarterback hurries, and, uh, pass deflections, fumble recoveries. What what was the big jump in production due to this year? I mean, what was your off-season regimen like coming into the year, and, and why do you think that you kind of uh, busted out in a big way this season? Um, I think there's nothing different now I've been doing throughout the years. Uh, I think uh, one of the things, testament to myself, I mean, I was playing behind two All-Americans, Ben Humphreys and Joe Josh Harris, so the main thing was kind of just uh, waiting my turn. I mean, I, everything I, I've pretty much done, I've learned from them and I've, what they've been able to do since they've been uh, three, four-year starters. So pretty much just taking my time. I know I got on the field a little bit previous years, 
But I knew now it was just my my turn uh, to lead the pack and the young guys behind me. So everything I had to do, I had um, crank on my uh, weightlifting, extra runs, everything I needed to do. So now it's my turn. I can't really get tired, can't go out. It's just me out there, really, my mindset. So I think everything I've been doing the same. Just I main thing was just waiting my opportunity. And once I got that, just had to show it. Now, Kobe, you're clearly, I mean, a very intelligent young man. I'm assuming you did okay in order to get on into Duke here. And you're going to be going. Yeah, and i got one more class new... left and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. What's your major? What are you graduating with? Uh, majoring in psychology with a marketing and management certificate. I got my exam tomorrow afternoon, then uh get my degree after that. So yeah. still, still no, finish man, with a 3.3 GPA, so... Uh, that's terrific, man. Congratulations, man. That's big time right there. But, hey, man, I want to ask about your leadership style, man. Tell me, when you're going to a team, what should the next locker room be expecting? What should your next teammates, whatever NFL club it is, what are they going to be getting from you from a leadership standpoint? Tell me about your style. Uh, my style has always kind of been leading by example. I think this year has been growing more and uh, – being a vocal leader, I know I still have ways to go in terms of that. Because um, one, I think the psychology part helps me in terms of understanding uh, my group and those who are around me. You know, not everybody needs someone yelling at them. Someone needs so you learn that someone else might need a uh, little sit down talk. Someone needs someone to yell at them, and that's what I think I can bring to locker room. Who knows how to adjust to different players, different coaches, and how to uh, kind of address that situation. But definitely going to get a, a a leader who leads by example. So I'm going to be the one in there early, last one out. Always doing extra work, refs, getting, making sure everything's fine until out in detail, cross my eyes, uh, dot my eyes and cross my T's. So that's what they're getting from me. Hey, Kobe, you know, ACC, I think, gets uh, a little disrespected because there are no easy matchups. And it seems like every season, mm-hmm. uh, different teams emerge. And uh, those conference battles are really something else. And then this year, you know, you guys opened up with Alabama. And uh, that's as good as it gets. But I'm just curious to know whether it's an individual player or an overall team opponent, you know, who's, who's somebody that stands out in your mind that was uh, kind of just a great matchup, stood out to you and, and was a tough opponent. And how did you do in that matchup? Um, honestly, I'd, I'd probably say this year, starting off with Alabama, I think a lot of people around the country were really – uh, on our side of the room for us, same thing. We can match up pretty well. We kind of went in. I mean, listen, we know ourselves. You know we can match up with anybody. Um, again, they were the number two team in the country. We, we shut them out for the first quarter. Um, and so much of it, I think the final score doesn't show the whole entirety of the game and how it went, but I think that's probably one of the best matchups uh, that I've been when being able to play with people who have high caliber talent all over uh, the field, all every single position. So I think that's one of the games I was most excited for coming into the season and throughout the season, really. Now, tell us about your game. I mean, you told us before you're fast, physical. What do you like doing better? You like getting up there and, I mean, inserting yourself, you know, versus the run? Are you a cover specialist? What do you think is the strongest part of your game, Kobe? I think the strongest part of my game is, like you said, kind of inserting myself, uh, making tackles. Um Again, I'm, I think one thing, the, having a thumb injury kind of helped me was ensuring that to, in order to make the tackle, I have to put my body on you. And a lot of guys don't really do that nowadays. Everybody's kind of uh, arm tackling or uh, ankle biting stuff. So getting that somebody who's physical again to put the body on you, been good. Um, 
I sometimes sometimes I got opportunities to go on the uh, coverage wise, but I like I like being physical, and getting on you. But the game the game of the speed of the game has changed to where it's more coverage and speed. So I know I have the ability to do that. So it's no problem for me. But I like to definitely hit and assert myself. Sure, and just one follow-up hey, question, if I may, here, Rick. Yep. But you yeah. know, I just wanted to ask Kobe, man. Hey, you know, you got a lot of talented players at Duke with you. And, you know, when we were, when Vaughn and I were at the Raiders, we were watching a lot of guys that, you know, from, from Duke that we wanted out in Oakland. And of course, our, our GM there, Reggie McKenzie, used to play with Coach Cutcliffe when he was the OC over at Tennessee. But, hey, man, if you could bring one of your teammates with you, who are you bringing? Ooh. Ooh, that's a hard question. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm about to, my whole defense, really, but, um, if I have to go one from like, I have to go one from like every position. Uh, in terms of safety wise, I'm have to go with Dylan Singleton. Uh, but Dale, Dylan's a dog. People don't see that. But Dylan's a dog. Uh, Trey Hornbuckle at DN and Victor McKenzie. Those, those some different hybrids there. And then uh, Shaka Hayward. He's a young buck. He's a freshman. Uh, out the linebacker who's been with me this year. So there's some guys I have to bring. But entirety, who'd have to bring? I'm gonna have to go with Dylan Singleton. How come? Dylan, Dylan, uh, Dylan's a quiet dude, but Dylan, again, runs sideline to sideline. He will come down from 12 yards out and meet you in the hole. Uh, great, great tackle for a side, uh, open field, but also he, he has perfected like the ankle bite tackle to a T. Um, he gets at the ball. He knocks, uh, he, I think he has more force fumbles than I do. He kind of gets his hand on the ball. And then he tries talking to Dylan. I'm telling you, Dylan's a dog. All right. Well, hey, man. Uh, hey, you know what, Rick? We, we better not ask Trayvon McSwain when he's out in uh, Catastrophe <laughs> with us, man. I didn't hear McSwain's name thrown around here. <laughs> oh, no. Trayvon, Trayvon gets a dub. Dylan's uh, my guy. But uh, Trayvon, I appreciate it because he, he, he helps me out, makes, makes me, my life uh, simpler, but taking out the guys in front of me. So. Hey, Kobe. Uh, you know, it, it's almost like we gave you the questions ahead of this interview. You've done such a great job answering the questions. It's almost like you were prepared for them. But uh, let's go, you know, outside the lines, a little bit off the field. I mean, what do you like to do in your spare time? You have any hobbies? You know, maybe tell us something that people might not know about you. Ooh, some of my hobbies. Um, really, my biggest one is probably watching anime. I'm a big Naruto fan. Um, so me and my, uh, bros, Brandon Hill, we're always watching Naruto, any new enemy that kind of comes out. Um, let's see. There's other stuff too. I mean, I'm playing either Call of Duty, Fortnite, Apex. And from time to time, um, yeah, I see one big thing. I think one weird big thing about me, I'm like, uh, a productive procrastinator. So whenever I'm doing work and I start procrastinating, I actually start cleaning. So I either clean my room, clean up my apartment. <laughs> um, so that way <laughs> at least something's getting done. How about, uh, you know, what's going on with the music rotation before the game? What are you listening to? What are you getting hyped to? Or maybe what are you getting suited to? Uh, you know, people switch it up. I, I've got some crazy responses over the years in terms of what they like to listen to before they hit the field on game day. But what is Kobe Kwanzaa listening to? Um, actually, every game day, I kind of always start with some Linkin Park, actually. And then uh, before I start getting some more hyped up music, but I always get uh, Linkin Park getting me settled down, getting more focused and locked in. Um, I'm a big Tory Lanez fan, but I've been starting to get on more on Roddy Rich. Uh, I think if he had dropped his new album earlier during the season, that probably would have been my album throughout the season. But 
Uh, I'm definitely joining now. But definitely a big uh, Roddy Rich and uh, Tory Lanes. But then I obviously have to start with Lincoln Park to get my day going. I thought for certain there, Kobe, you're going to tell us you started out with some smooth jazz or something like that, man. But <laughs> hey, man, we really appreciate you coming on here, man. Like I said, we're fired up to watch you down at the Rose Bowl and see you compete, see you put in the work. You know, we'll watch you lay it all out there for all 32 clubs. And um, hey, man, really appreciate you coming on here. And congratulations again, man. Go get that last final. Go get that degree. Hey, thank you for having me again. Hey, Kobe, thanks for joining us. We'll definitely be in contact. Appreciate the time here, man. And, you know, hey, you've got our numbers. If you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out and ask. And uh, we look forward to seeing you out in Pasadena, my friend. Yes, sir. Hey, thank you again. You have a good day now. All right, you got it. That's Kobe Kwanzaa, cute linebacker, NFL PA Bowl selection. Dane, I mean, I know Duke, uh, you get a great education here and, uh, between the classroom studies and the education he got with Coach Cutcliffe, I mean, this sounds like a well-prepared player. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously it was great that he touched on, you know, his uh, inability to, to get on the field as much as he wanted to last season, him kind of overcoming some of that adversity that he faced. And then, like you rattled off some of those stats, man, 105 tackles. That, that's not easy to do in a 12-game schedule. I mean, we always sit there and chalk up a 100-tackle season in the NFL. Well, that's four more games. You know, for him to do it in 12, he's, you know, averaging eight, nine, ten-plus tackles a game. So, um, you know, that's really impressive for him. Obviously, battling the thumb also this year. But, you know, I, my biggest takeaway was just learning how um, the fifth metatarsal injury in 2018 – kind of got him down and how he had to kind of build himself back up you know I thought that was really fascinating and I was really uh in in tune with what he was saying and and, and wanting to hear exactly how he overcame that yeah I mean he's got a tremendous background story and you know when the scouts actually get to digging in to to where he came from where he's been to and what he's had to do to get to where he's at uh, it's truly remarkable, and you know we could probably spend an hour just talking about the uh, hardships that he went through. But I mean, uh, if you want to learn more about Kobe Kwanzaa, you know, just do a quick Google search. You'll see the stories come up. Uh, remarkable young man, a great, excited talent that we're uh, proud to have out at Pasadena for the ninth annual NFL PA Collegiate Bowl. Hey, make sure you follow at NFL PA Bowl on the Twitterverse. Have you seen the invites go out? Oh, my God. I'm getting so excited. I'm ready to just fly out there right now and just start running some wind sprints or something. I'm ready to take the field. I'm ready to buckle up. I'm ready to strap it on. And you might see me in a three- or four-point stance out in Pasadena, Dane. <laughs> God, I hope not, Rick. <laughs> hey, well, listen – uh, we're going to be doing a lot more of these uh, leading up to Pasadena out at the Rose Bowl, the ninth annual NFL PA Bowl day. And it's been fun. Of course, uh, we've got Von Hutchins always uh, swinging through and, and also hosting these podcasts with us. I think we're going to have another one lined up tomorrow. Central Michigan running back Jonathan Ward. Uh, before we wrap things up, you want to give us a little tease, a little uh, tidbit on the Central Michigan back. Yeah, you know what? Jonathan Ward is one of my favorite players to go watch this season. 
And, uh, you know, as I kind of alluded to or hit on in my tweet about him a few weeks back, you know, he wasn't a guy that was highly touted coming into the year. And when, you know, uh, you know, Coach McElwain got up there, man, he knew how to use this young man. And this man, young man is talented. If you're talking about a tailback with some make-miss ability, you're talking about a guy with some explosive playability, you're talking about Jonathan Ward. I'm excited to talk to him tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be interesting to hear, too, that uh, turnaround that McElwain has had this past year at CMU was remarkable and an award and explosive running back that we'll get to know tomorrow. Of course, we kicked it off last week with Jovan Fair, uh, the Temple offensive lineman. So, hey, uh, log on to the NFL PA Bowl website. Check out the Twitter handle, at NFL PA Bowl. Of course, if you're listening here on iTunes or Blog Talk Radio, you can subscribe, get all our latest player interview notifications. And uh, I promise you this, we're going to talk to a lot of players uh, between now and January 18th. So keep it locked. I want to thank Dane Vandernat, Director of Player Personnel for Oakland Raiders for a decade. Now the Director of College Recruiting at the NFL PA Bowl. Of course, Von Hutchins, our co-host, who will join us on the next episode. I was along for the ride. Rick Saratella here at the NFL DraftBible.com. So we appreciate everyone who tunes in, follows us, shows us the love and support. And hey, we'll catch you in Pasadena, baby. The NFLPA Collegiate Bowl Watchlist Show is part of the All Access Football Network. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe. 